0: Welcome to the Peering Your Life Podcast, episode number 18. This podcast is designed to help age 40 and over athletes live their best life.
1: On this episode, we're going to continue our talk about intermittent fasting. Today we'll discuss the different types of fast and the benefits you get from them. As always, we've got a lot to share today, so let's go. Hi, I'm Dr. Libby. And I'm Coach Alex. Welcome to PRE Life Podcast, where it's all about thriving, not just surviving as an over 40 athlete.
0: I've been a family practitioner for almost 20 years, and I have been dissatisfied with what medicine has to offer athletes. Now, as a functional medicine doctor, I've teamed up with Alex, a functional health coach, to talk about how to get to the root cause of symptoms.
1: And together, we'll teach you how to make 40 and beyond the best years of your life. Morning. How are you? Good. 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 Okay. We haven't done this for a little while, and I thought about it on the way here. We haven't done like our fun little questions for a little while. I know. We did kind of
0: fall off the off the wagon with that. (laughs) So,
1: and and I'm going to. So, I have one, and it's because yesterday I was out at Glen Helen, and we went through the um, Raptor Center, and they had a Peregrine Falcon, and. That was like my son's like, he's like, that's my spirit animal, you know? So it made me think of that. And I was like, so question is, if you could, what animal would you say would be your spirit animal? Oh my
0: goodness. Like, (laughs)
1: like, does that mean like (laughs) your favorite? What do you identify
0: with? Yes. Oh my goodness I know. Nothing like on the spot. I know. Oh my gosh. I was trying to think about this. So I, I think, um, I'm thinking about Ainsley. Like she loves dolphins. That's her thing. So she is totally into dolphins. Oh, it's coming to me as we're talking about this. Um, I would say butterflies. Oh, I have always loved butterflies and they kind of remind me of Ainsley too, because she kind of digs butterflies as well. But I just think they're so pretty. And they, um, I also think it's such a cool thing because, you know, I was thinking about I'm in my business and I was trying to think about like what I mm-hmm. like to do with people. Um, but I think about transformation is such a powerful thing. Yes. And it's such an amazing thing with a butterfly, yeah. right? Because you go from the caterpillar to the cocoon to the transformation of the beautiful butterfly. So I remember one day taking a really long run by myself. This has been a few years ago. And I remember just counting the butterflies. So it was, and I just, I mean, I saw like, a ridiculous number of them, but I just paid really close attention and just noticed them and found them. And it was just really, really cool. What would you say for you?
1: Well, growing up, I would have said horses because Mm -hmm. I have always just loved horses Mm -hmm. everything about them. And, um, and I've always told Dan that, that one day I wanted to have a horse. You know, I said when, when I can't do athletics anymore, whatever, that's my next venture Mm -hmm. is to get some horses. So but these days, my mind is flitting around so much, I feel more like a hummingbird, oh, you know, that I'm yes. just kind of, you know, the yes. energy. So I'm kind of identifying the hummingbird these days. So. That is
0: awesome. We, um, my mom has always had a hummingbird feeder at her house. I shouldn't say always, but the last several years. And she came this summer and brought us one and then helped Ainsley put it all together and put the right flowers in yeah. front of it. And so, and yeah. We were like, this is never going to work. Well, sure enough, like day one, boom, there they were. I mean, they just, yeah. Yeah. So that's super cool. They're fun to watch. They
1: are. I remember one time just looking out my bathroom window and it was, um, we had a tri-level, so it was up kind of high. And I was just looking out and all of a sudden the hummingbird came right to the screen and I could hear I mean I was like you know how you see double when you look at something so close it was right there and I was like oh my god it felt like that moment lasted forever but it was the coolest thing in the world yeah they are
0: super cool Mm -hmm. but I know what you mean it's like there's so many different things pulling you in all these different directions you've got a lot on your plate right now girl
1: (sighs) (sighs) I know I keep on telling myself in a month this will almost all be done so
0: as I was leaving to come here to record this podcast today I was thinking this may be the first time since March that our house is actually empty right now.
1: Oh, yeah. So Andy,
0: the girls are both in school full time. And Andy had to go to Columbus today. So he, which is unusual now, he usually does most of his yeah. work from home. But he's gone most of the day. And then I came, I thought, Zipper is going to be like, what's going on? What like, is There's always someone here to take care of
1: me. <laughs> yes. I'll be home soon. But <laughs> Oh, you know what? I have a, a dog named Tucker that mm. I can always bring over to play yes. with. So he's not he's, lonely.
0: He used to, you know, I don't know. I think he used to kind of like his alone time, but not now, now he's
1: more. Now he's Aww.
0: gotten used to always he's having gotten somebody all the love. There. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, so, okay. So let's talk more about fasting because yes. this is literally something, it seems so simple, mm-hmm. but it's literally something I think we could spend hours upon hours upon yes. hours talking about. And I noticed last, as we as I prepared for the podcast, the last one, I was thinking there's just too much to say. We're not going to be able to squeeze this all into one. But, um, you know, it seems so simple. It's like fasting is just don't eat. So, yeah, end of story podcast over, right?
1: Yeah, but there are there's so many different types and reasons and benefits that Mm -hmm. it's just yeah, you do you have to break it down. And
0: yeah, and it's it's it's, I was trying to, you know, as I was preparing, think about what is the different benefits and why Mm -hmm. would you do it and why would you do it for different lengths of time? What would be the motivation behind that was some of what I wanted to talk about today. And, you know, just to be clear, we all fast, right? Right. So exactly. unless you're waking up in the middle of the night and eating snacks regularly. <laughs> <laughs> Which I've done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we all have, I thing, but um, not often. Yes, but... exactly. Yeah. So from the last calorie you take in at night, to the last to the first calorie you take in in the morning. Mm-hmm. And let's just not say just calories. I mean, that's pretty much it, but anything that you would take in that would cause a spike of your insulin would also break a fast too. And so this is the,
1: and it's interesting to say that because I made the mistake. I didn't even think about this last week is, um, I hardly ever use a pre-workout anymore. Mm -hmm. And I did, and I was so frustrated because it was like, three or four drinks in I was like yeah I just ruined my fast Yeah, so it's yeah it's
0: those things too Mm -hmm. you know I mean it's um because even if it's like a non-sugar drink so like your crystal light or Andy used to drink a lot of this thing called true lime and it's like a it's got natural sweeteners but like only five calories or less, but that's still enough. Your body, the reason it tastes yeah. good is your body recognizes that a, a sugar, which can simulate a insulin response, which is the, part of the goal. The right. big goal with fasting is to keep the insulin yeah. low. Mm-hmm. Now, if you have a drink or two, is it ruined everything? Probably not, but some of the benefits have to do with the time that has passed and so it kind right. of starts that whole clock over and stuff so I try to be I'm kind of a purist when I fast yeah. and you know we were do you want to explain maybe the difference between a clean fast and a dirty fast before we go um, a little bit deeper
1: yeah the clean fast is basic it's water only mm-hmm. you know and so you're not having anything else versus a dirty fast which some people and those are kind of the the different things too of more like a clean fast that I think if someone's really looking at I shouldn't say this well to me, when I do it, it's more for the health benefits mm-hmm. versus a dirty fast. A lot of people will do like the bulletproof coffee, which mm-hmm. is your fats and different stuff that you you can add some stuff into it, kind of prolong that time of not eating. So mm-hmm. almost kind of some separate mindsets on kind of, I guess, the end goal of what you're doing.
0: Yeah, I guess you have to ask why you're doing it. But like, yeah, so the way I think of it too is like anything – Proteins or carbs or anything that simulates a taste Mm -hmm. of sugar will spike your insulin. Fat does not spike insulin. And so, you know, some people will say with a dirty fast, they'll have like some coconut oil in their coffee because that just is only fat. Fat. It's not going to spike their insulin or even like bone broth. Or the grass
1: fed butter. That was Mm -hmm. one that I always did. Mm -hmm.
0: Right. So that is like if you're having only fat, that's considered you're still in that fat burning mode and you're not spiking your insulin. So that can be considered fasting too, but yeah. it's, it's not maybe, I would call that a dirty fast, not a clean yeah. fast.
1: And can you explain, cause it's also about, um, introducing calories into your body. So you can kind of explain that a little bit versus like when you're clean, you don't, you're not taking in calories versus like when you, even though the fat's not spiking, you're still taking in calories. So it kind of changes
0: yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, when I'm fasting and, and like it kind of goes back to why you're why you're fasting. When I'm fasting, I'm fasting basically for two reasons. Personally, one is to um, for health, mm-hmm. because during fasting, and we'll talk about this a little bit more, but something called autophagy happens. And this is when your body cleans up all the junk Proteins, you know, so we get these misfolded proteins and these damaged cells just from living our life and creating energy. And during fasting, your body goes in and repairs and cleans that. And then the other reason I'm fasting is fat loss, Mm -hmm. you know, and so part of the reason that I don't typically put coconut oil in my coffee or do the grass fed butter is because I want to burn my own body fat. Not the fat that I'm taking right. in, you know. So if you were purely fasting just for medical reasons, so say you're at ideal body weight, ideal body fat, you don't want to be messing with that at all. Then absolutely coconut oil all day yeah. long. That's that's you're still going to get pretty much the health right. benefits. You're not going to. But, but I want my body to burn my own fat, right, <laughs> not the right. coconut oil fat. So yeah. I want it to, you know, so I'm, I'm doing it for that reason um, yeah. as well. And so is that what you meant? Is that yes. what you're talking about? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So, so yeah, so we all fast. And um, I think like for a lot of my clients, I think a 12-hour fast is a really great way to start. You know, you think about it. It's like, okay, maybe, I mean, it's so easy. It's like 7 p.m. till 7 a.m. That's 12 hours of fasting. Simple. Yeah. Simple. I mean, and. When even getting in that mentality will kind of get you to stop thinking about like a snack right before bed, you know, because it's like, oh, well, now I got to push my breakfast back a little bit more if I'm going to do that. Um, So I think when you just start thinking about it, it makes you a little bit more mindful. It's like there's lots of nights where I'll think, oh, man, I kind of like to have a snack. and I think, oh, but if I do... Yeah. You know, it's been three hours already, and if I have a snack now, it's gonna yeah. push me back three more hours. And and sometimes I still have it. Don't get me wrong, but I that thought kind of goes through my mm-hmm. mind. And so, you know, a twelve hour fast—that's intermittent fasting—and that absolutely is beneficial right. um, to your health for sure. And um, in twelve hours, you're just starting to burn your fat a little bit because our body wants to burn carbs first. That's just the easiest fuel for the body to burn. So you have to go through your glycogen stores, which is your carbohydrate store in your liver before you're going to ever go into fat burning. And so you're just maybe not even there, but maybe just getting into it with 12 hours. Um, If you extend it to 18 hours, that's basically Mm -hmm. just skipping breakfast. So if you say you have dinner at 6 p.m., You don't have any snacks in the evening, not a big deal. You go to sleep, you wake up and instead of having breakfast, you just skip it and you eat lunch at noon. That's an 18 hour fast, Mm -hmm. right? And then you eat all your calories between 12 noon and and 6 p.m. And that's an 18 hour fast. And when you go into 18 hours, you're really getting into that fat burning mode for sure. And you're starting to get into that ketosis, Mm -hmm. which can be really powerful for the brain too. And- you know, here's another great thing about fasting um, is you don't have to do it every single day. Like you right. can do this a couple one of day. times a
1: week. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly.
0: Absolutely. Well, and for the bad.
1: and for the athletes, I thought it was very interesting. Um, and I've been reading this a lot more. It Used to be, I just saw in um, Jason Fung's book talking about how good it is to still exercise during fasting, mm-hmm. but they're actually talking now that during during exercise during fasting really speeds up the autophagy too Mm -hmm. you know that kind of gets that going a little bit sooner so they're like yes you know this is great we really want you to continue to exercise
0: and it makes sense right because Mm -hmm. if you burn through that glycogen you know the more you're doing the more you're going to burn through that and then you get deeper into it and stuff so so that's awesome and um and it doesn't have to be you don't the only two options aren't 12 or 18 hours you could do 13 hours or 14 hours or 15 hours. I mean, you know, and, and you just have to kind of figure out what works for you and you might find that 12 is a good place to start. And then you just think, okay, I'm going to challenge myself to 13 and then kind of build from there. Um, that's a totally effective way to do it too. And then, you know, beyond 18, you can do a 24 hour fast. Mm -hmm. Have you done that before? Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 I know you have actually, um, I do that quite frequently, actually. I like doing 24-hour fasts. Um, In a 24-hour fast, the autophagy really starts. So you're really getting into autophagy in a 24-hour fast. That's where you're recycling the old cellular components and breaking down those misfolded proteins. And those misfolded proteins are linked to diseases like Alzheimer's disease, And other Mm -hmm. chronic diseases like heart disease and stroke and um, degenerative diseases like Parkinson's and things like that. And so there are a lot of health benefits. And and really with a 24-hour fast, it sounds terrible. But if you think about it, you can have supper and then you skip breakfast and lunch. And you have supper again. So you're not yeah. really going a full day oftentimes without fasting. I mean, and you can do it from breakfast to breakfast or lunch to lunch. I mean, it can be whatever yeah. you want. But you are eating a meal. You're not going a whole day without eating a meal. Right. It's just, yeah, you know, just 24 hours.
1: Yeah. So. And actually, it's interesting for me, the more that I'm trying to really get my body into a regular, I guess, an old school circadian rhythm mm-hmm. of, you know, eating, During daylight hours, Mm -hmm. that of getting back to eating my bigger meal between 12 and 2, Mm -hmm. and then just having a lighter snack and then being done. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times, and, you know, we joke about being the early bird specials, that I like to eat and be done by 3 or 4 o'clock. Yeah. So it's a lot easier for me to, you know, do that 24-hour, because I know I'm going to have a big meal, you know, between 12 and 2. Right. And then I'm good. Yeah. Yeah,
0: it really. And yeah, that's something you're really good at that. And I want to get better at it is I get really hungry, typically around three to four. And what I oftentimes do is have a snack then. Mm -hmm. And then we eat our dinner a little bit later. Um, But I've been thinking a lot about why not just eat my dinner then? Yeah, you know, and then be done because I'm, I'm really starving then. And I'm never, there's never always trying to decide what's going to be my snack and, I know. you know, and that's, if I'm going to blow it, that's always when I'm going to blow it. And so if I just yeah. ate a big full meal and filled myself up, yeah. I probably would be much, much better off. And, um, so, so yeah, I think 24 hour fasting is a really good way to go. One thing that, um, Andy is doing right now and I'm kind of jumping along bored with him too, but he was like, what if we bookend our weekends with a 24 hour fast? Mm. So We've been experimenting with that this month. We're like, we'll f- eat supper on Thursday night, and then we'll fast all day Friday till Friday night. Okay, and then we don't do it on Saturday, um, and then we eat normally on Sunday. But then from Sunday
1: until dinner Monday.
0: until Monday at dinner we fast. So we kind of bookend, th- and yeah. and it allows for. So we're both very clean eaters Monday through mm-hmm. Friday night. And then on the weekends, we just like to have a little bit more fun, you know, and yeah. eat a little bit more. And so it's like, okay, well, if you're bookending that with a 24 hour fast, it kind of helps to Reset,
1: make up for yeah. it a little
0: bit, you know? So, yeah. so we're, yeah. so I'm fasting, I'm doing a 24 hour fast right now. It doesn't yeah. feel that bad, you know? No,
1: and it's interesting. I really feel like, and I think this is the thing that's really interesting is that the more you fast and you play with the different things, I think you just, Continue to become in tune with your body mm-hmm. and really learn those hunger cues and really you know there was the other night like I was so I thought I was so hungry I was so hungry so hungry then I had a cup of tea and I was fine mm-hmm. and it was just like okay sometimes
0: you know. it's not hunger it's you're tired you're bored you need to break
1: I think mine's anxiety right now mm-hmm. I'm anxious with yeah. all this moving stuff yes. and everything else is just all this nervous energy and I yeah. just want to snack 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 yes because so, it does make you feel mm-hmm.
0: better it really yes. does but it's you for know, a hot I, second yeah. yeah I I never was good at listening to my body I I absolutely listened to it not at yeah. all I, I I discounted the natural wisdom that my body possessed completely and now I'm much more in tune to that it's like you know, like the three o'clock, four o'clock window where I'm really struggling. It's usually I am tired and I need a break because I'm kind of a, you know, buckle down and go, 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 go and not take any breaks. And by that time I'm fried.
1: (laughs) Well, it's what's interesting about that though, is that your body, you know, if we're kind of looking at where we were a hundred years ago, your body is saying, this is when I would like to eat and be done for the day. Mm -hmm. And because typically, you know, sundown we're going to bed Mm -hmm. versus you know we've really messed with oh yeah what we're doing you know because back then you know you're just you're done you go to bed lights out and you know six seven o'clock so why would you not be eating at three four o'clock
0: exactly yeah yeah and you naturally with your circadian Mm -hmm. rhythm too you naturally get it's normal to get a little bit tired around that Mm -hmm. time so instead of just pushing through and then you know I mean, wondering why you're not feeling great. It's like, yeah, Yeah. of course, you know, I need a break right now.
1: Yeah, because I didn't have microwaves to go throw stuff in. (laughs) No,
0: no, they absolutely did not. That is for sure. (sighs) And then, so I wanted to talk a little bit more about some of these different hours. So Mm -hmm. we're 24 hours. Now let's talk about 48. Yeah. So 48 hours. And this is not something, let me just preface this by saying, this is not something we recommend doing a, if you're new to fasting, or B, very regularly. Because right. these longer fasts can be really a little harder on your body. I mean, it's stressful. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, it's it's not something that you want to be doing on a regular basis. But a 48-hour fast, your growth hormone will increase by, by about five times during a 48-hour fast. And growth hormone is something that spikes at nighttime. And it's we lose that spike as we age. And, um, so this is a way to get your growth hormone to spike again, is by doing a little bit of a longer fast. So you'll see that benefit at 48 hours and, um, you know, insulin resistance is a super common problem. This is the precursor to diabetes, but also things like polycystic ovarian syndrome, um, metabolic syndrome, um, and just pretty much hypertension, heart disease, stroke, and all of that um, has insulin resistance as a part of it. When you get into the 54 hours, your insulin's at the very, very lowest. And so that's really going to increase your insulin sensitivity. Um, and then set by 72 hours, your body is breaking down the old immune cells and generating new ones So it's going to be a really big boost for your immune system at about 72 hours in. Um, and so people fast for, yeah, you know, I mean, that's the longest I've ever done is 72 hours. And it was hard. It was not something that I would look forward to doing regularly. But I could maybe do that maybe once a quarter or something. It really wasn't. Terrible. I mean, we had a week. We did that over the weekend, and um, we didn't do a whole lot. You know, nothing yeah. too strenuous because I felt kind of weak doing that yeah. for sure. You have to kind of yeah. watch your um, electrolyte intake and your um, your magnesium and your sodium can get low, and you can feel pretty weak and lightheaded. Yeah. But but there are some really good health benefits to doing that for sure. What's the longest you've ever done?
1: Um, 38. Okay. And I actually felt really, really good. And I think it was one that I could have gone longer, but I think we had a family dinner or something. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and I was like, okay, yeah. All right. You know, and I think if, if nothing else besides the health defense, I just really like learning more about my body and my mind mm-hmm. and just, you know, of, as we talk to our clients about doing stuff, it, I feel like it just really helps us to be able to help them get through, mm-hmm. you know, the little tricks that we've done or just different things. Like for me, I have an app, um, Zero, and when I start my fast, I start it. Okay. And so then I know if I want to end it or if I'm wanting to do something, that I'm going to have to go to my phone and pull it up and end it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then I kind of feel really, you know, disappointed. Yeah. If I do it sooner than what I've set yes. my fast for. That's so, awesome. So for me, it's that whole like accountability with a phone that could really care less. Mm-hmm. So.
0: Well, and we did it that one time too. And just like, yeah, um, it was
1: the three of us. Three of yeah. us
0: um, we're going to do it. And it's like, okay, you know, I, and it kind of helped, I think mentally, because there were times where I was like, Oh, I don't feel good. I don't want to do this. But it's like, well, nope. You know, yeah, I don't want to tell
1: you're doing it. I don't
0: want <laughs> <this. I laughs> to tell them that I fell off the wagon. So I'm going to just keep doing yeah. it. I, I think and I think misery kind of loves company a little bit, yes. too. So um, oftentimes, Andy and I will do it together. And just knowing that he's kind of suffering right along with me. But what I have noticed is the hunger that you get with fasting, it's, you, you feel like when you when you start to feel hungry, you feel like you're going to die mm-hmm. if you don't eat, you know, which right. we're not, you know, I mean, yeah. our bodies are well designed to be able to go periods of time without food, but it's pretty brief. Like if you set your timer for 10 minutes, like if you feel like you're starving right. and you can't make it anymore, set your timer for 10 minutes, probably in 10 minutes, you're going to be, it's going to be gone and you'll, right. you'll be feeling Exactly, you know. So it's even though it feels extremely urgent at the moment, like I must eat now or I'm going to pass out. You know, if you just drink some water and wait ten minutes, probably it will pass. Now, when we did that seventy-two hour fast, we did it on the weekend. I think it'd have been easier to do it during the week Mm because I think the busier you are, the easier it is. Because you're not
1: thinking about it. Maybe I should do a one during my move. Yes, not thinking about it. Well, and
0: and here it's Mm. the thing; it frees up, like time
1: because guess (laughs) what i am packing all my dishes up now and i've already told dan i said you know what from probably thursday on in, we're eating off paper products so yeah 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 it'd be simple
0: and if you think i mean you feel like you'd be so low energy in a fast i find the opposite to be true you know it takes a lot of energy to process to digest Mm -hmm. food to process food so you're freeing up the i mean you're freeing up the energy from your body having to process the food but then you're freeing up the time of having to prepare some food and clean clean it up and all that too yeah. you know i think that's why i like fasting so well is because i don't yeah. enjoy the whole food yeah you know, making food and you mess the kitchen up. You got clean the whole kitchen. Up. I mean, all of that. Like, it's just know. kind of a pain in the butt. It's in my so
1: simple, Yes. You know, well. And speaking of that, I want to go to that because sometimes we kind of skip on this. So, tell mm-hmm. me what the benefits are with your digestive as well of mm-hmm. giving yourself a break. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? So,
0: you know, when we're constantly eating, those, you know, those organs are constantly mm-hmm. working, right? And so. Um, the bowel rest, you know, it gives your, your, um, gut lining a chance to kind of regenerate itself. And then you're not, um, utilizing that ATP, which is our energy store to, you're not sucking that energy to go through the process yeah. of digesting. I mean, it, it's a lot of work for your body to mm-hmm. break down, Yeah, you know, carbs, proteins, and fat into the micronutrients to then absorb through your, your system. So it it's, you're freeing up that energy to do other things. Yeah. You yeah. know?
1: And I and, have noticed that like my gut feels better. Yes. So, you know, exactly. getting onto a regular of not eating at eight o'clock at night and five o'clock and, you know, of just adjusting to... At least, I think I've told you that, that I like to do at least 12 hours every day. Mm-hmm. That's just kind of almost for me in the standard. Sometimes I'll do, well, I should say six days a week mm-hmm. is 12 hours at least. Yeah. So.
0: And I, I find that the fat, you know, so when your body switches to that fat burning mode, I feel really mentally mm-hmm. clear. Like I feel like my brain is <clears> super <throat> duper sharp when I'm burning yeah. fat for fuel. You know, yeah. it's 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 sometimes like words can just kind of come out of my mouth and it's like, wow, how did that? Yeah. Didn't realize I <laughs>
1: I didn't know I knew big words like that before. <laughs> I, know, I didn't realize I could express yeah, it quite I didn't like that. Know.
0: But um yeah, you know, so fat for brain fuel is really super good. So yeah. I find you get the mental clarity, your gut's resting and healing, you know, you have these moments maybe of hunger, but you you have more time because you're not cooking and cleaning and prepping yeah. the meals. Um, so I mean there's a lot, I think, yeah, to be like I was thinking this morning as I cleaned the kitchen up. Um, you know, one thing I like, I mean, I love my family and I, I love having them around, but when they're all gone, it's like, Oh, I, I kind of like the house all nice and clean. It stays clean for the whole day. it stays clean until they come home from school. And so I was putting the dishes in the dishwasher and I was like, Oh, there'll be no dishes to do until okay. tonight. Until dinner. Because even I'm not going to be eating anything. Right? So there's nothing like, yeah. there's no one, including myself to even mess the house up.
1: Okay. Unless you live <laughs> at the Peyton house. And the puppies get scrambled eggs every morning. Oh my goodness.
0: <laughs> Maybe they should intermittent fast.
1: <laughs> Maybe, actually, I think I asked them to weigh Tate because she's looking a little thick these days. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, uh, but those omega-3s are so good for her. You yes. Know? But I said, yeah, so she might just be getting two meals a day, and but she needs her scrambled eggs. It's so good. Oh,
0: that's another thing to think about um, with supplements when you said omega-3s, I was thinking, I make sure I don't take my omega-3 when I'm fasting. Okay. Like I take it, you know, like I'll make take it at the beginning or the end of the fast or okay. something, you know, when you, when you end it, but, um, there is, you know, that's a fuel for your body okay. to burn too. And so, um, okay. I, you know, I, I put out the supplements that Andy and they're going to take and I, I kind of divvy those out for us for the week. And I, we kind of altered a little bit when we're going to, when we're going to fast because okay. we don't want to take the fish oil in gotcha. during that because gotcha. that's another way to kind of potentially break it too. Okay. So um, other variations of this um, are... Oh, a ton. oh yeah. my gosh, there's so many. So there's something called the fasting mimicking mm-hmm. diet and I've never done this myself but I've read a lot about it and it has a lot of the benefits of fasting without maybe being quite as hard. So basically yeah. what you do is for... It's a five-day lower calorie diet basically and on day one you eat 1100 calories and then on days two three four and five you eat 800 calories so it's five days of that lower calories and the um, macronutrient ratio is supposed to be about 10 percent protein 50 percent fat and 40 percent carbs so very high in the fat mm-hmm. and um, they recommend doing this up to one per month. So five days out of the month. And that's for the sickest patients. So people who have a lot of chronic disease and are trying to reverse that doing the fasting mimicking diet for one time per month. Um, For people who are otherwise pretty healthy, um, you could do it um, one time per quarter, once every six months, or even one time per year. And um, there's an actual book. It's called The Fasting Mimicking Diet and explains how to do this exactly. And they actually, I think, have a, a kit you can buy that has like protein shakes that you can make that have those okay. correct
1: exact macronutrients yeah okay
0: exactly and so um there was that's based on the research of a of a, a guy by the name of Walter longo i think is, okay. is the yeah. um, to, person yeah. who who um talked about that one and and so there's a lot of science behind that um and then you know there's the the 24-hour fast is sometimes called the eat stop eat and there are people who do that like every other day or a couple times per week, even on the 24 hour fast. So if you're, if you're researching it. mm
1: -hmm.
0: um, And then there's also um, something called, let's see, it's the 5-2 diet. And so basically there's no days of actual fasting, but there's two days a week that you just do like 500 or 600 calories. So it's just a very low calorie intake for those two days. And they're usually not back-to-back days so um you know you just so seven days in the week two of those days are going to be really lower calories and then there's also something um called the warrior diet and that's just one large meal per day in the late afternoon and you can have small amounts of fruits and veggies earlier in the day um on the warrior diet and um You know, the other, it's not really, I mean, it is intermittent fasting, but just spontaneous meal skipping, you know, it's, yeah, yeah, I I thought about experimenting this when I travel some because it's hard to find like what your travel day, like when you're in the airport and stuff, it's sometimes hard to find great choices, you know, like, I mean, yeah, there's lots of really not so great choices (laughs) that are screaming my name. Think
1: about that, when we went on vacation Mm -hmm. and I had pre-packed all my food Mm -hmm. to try to eat healthy And even just, like, trying to find a microwave to put something in. You know, no one would let me use a microwave, so I ate rice, cauliflower, cold, Mm -hmm. out of the packet. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm like, I'm just trying to eat healthy. And it isn't. It's hard. Mm -hmm. So it would have been so much simpler to be like, you know what, I'm just not going to – I'm just going to fast.
0: Exactly. I know. For some reason, though, when I'm traveling – I don't know if it's all the smells and stuff of oh. the food. Like, I'm hungry on those days.
1: It's those Cinnabons at I know. the airport. That's what it is. <laughs> it's their fault. That smell just triggers every it single time. It does. And oh. oh my
0: gosh. And then, you know, like, and I've had those multiple times when I'm traveling, and it's like, yeah. it's almost like, my body knows oh maybe we're gonna have a cinnamon. and yeah. so I'm like really want it you know but I, I think I'm gonna challenge myself we're getting ready to take a little quick trip and I'm think I'm gonna just yeah not eat at all on the you know like from the time yeah. we leave till we get there I mean when we're on the trip I'm gonna eat because that's Are part you of flying the fun or driving we're flying, flying. Okay. yeah
1: I'm just gonna say I laugh at the difference like when Wendy and I go on a trip and I'm packing my food for the car trip and mm-hmm. he's you know <laughs> His is corn nuts and peanut M&M's and just all the junk at the gas station. And I've got my almonds and tuna packets and, yes. you know, veggies and everything else. And I just sit and watch him and I'm like, oh my gosh, you know. <laughs> you know, <sighs>
0: classically, I, I was telling this story to somebody the other day. We always have like, you know, we adhere to a pretty strict diet most of the time. But on travel, we're like, whatever exactly. is free, free Let game. it go. Yeah. So there was one time and we this is pre-kids. And so we'd been married for just a couple of years and we were going to go to Florida and we were going to drive to Florida, the two of us. And I think we had a little Honda Civic and I, we packed the car up and off we're going. And he'd been, you know, dieting real hard and I had gone to the store and bought a whole bunch of junk you know for the for the trip and we were we lived in Centerville at the time and we're heading south so we're heading towards 75 south and we're on 675 I mean just minutes from where we lived and um, he says hey Lib can you get in the back and get me
1: a Tootsie Pop (laughs) (laughs) I was like we're not even like
0: but ten minutes vacation in. mode, like this,
1: we are in the car. We no. are now on vacation. Oh my god! Yes,
0: I think he ate, and I was like, "Oh sure," you know. So I got him a tootsie pop, yeah. and then he's sucking on it. And then the next thing, you know, like he's once another one, and we just went yeah. to town on that bag of tootsie pops.
1: I think that's why he and Dan get along so well, is because like the minute we get in a car, it doesn't matter. We're we're not on Ohio time anymore. Yes, I mean it's like because you know we'll be someplace well. That's why I'm hungry because I'm on Ohio time. We're not in Ohio anymore. Right. You know, <laughs> we're blah, blah, blah. So yep.
0: vacation, it's vacation time. Vacation time. Anyways. Absolutely. Yes. So, but yeah, so I'm going to try that next time I I travel just to um, see if I can do it because it's, it's you know, especially when you're going somewhere where it's hard to find good food. Mm-hmm. Maybe yeah. that's a perfect time to, to yeah. try fasting.
1: Exactly. And see what,
0: you know, I think you'd surprise yourself. You can do. Yeah. There's a lot we, we can do a lot more than we sometimes give ourselves well, credit for
1: and, and getting away from society has basically told us when we're supposed to eat. Mm-hmm. So I mean it's those just because it's seven, eleven, and five doesn't mean you have to eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Mm-hmm. I mean that's really you know right. That's fast food has kind of told us that, right? You know, we drive by and we see it and we think, oh, it's time to eat. Well, you know, there's so many times that I wasn't really hungry, mm-hmm. but I ate because it was breakfast because right. I thought I had to have breakfast. Right. So, yeah,
0: it's super interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, I kind of had a summary here about why you would do it, and I kind of think, um, you know, I. The two key reasons I've already touched upon, but I'll I'll refresh those again. One is fat loss. It's Mm -hmm. a great way to burn body fat. Two is autophagy. You know, And autophagy is hitting the reset button on your body, recycling and cleaning things up. And there's so many benefits of that. Um, Some of them I'll just um, briefly mention here is, I mean, it's removing the toxic proteins that lead to chronic diseases like Parkinson's and Alzheimer's, giving your body energy to repair cells that are in need of repair prompting the regeneration and growth of healthy cells it's a way it's part of anti-aging autophagy is um which autophagy happens more naturally in younger people and it becomes it starts to decline as we age and so we boost that as we're aging by doing some fasting and there are some studies that indicate that it may decrease your cancer risk too with autophagy which makes sense and fasting is not the only way to get into autophagy exercise like you mentioned earlier can get you into autophagy or can accelerate the autophagy that's
1: what i should say accelerate getting into it
0: and keto diet you know Mm -hmm. keto diet has a lot of benefits too because it's keeping you in that fat burning mode and so there is some autophagy associated with the keto diet as well um so fat loss and autophagy are the two number one reasons that I fast. Um, but other reasons are increased energy. You know, it takes a lot of energy to digest food and extract the nutrients. So you're going to free up that energy when you're fasting. Um, it'll increase your fat burning hormones, primarily testosterone and growth hormone. And then I also just read some new research about stem cells. You know, you hear about people going to having these stem cell injections mm-hmm. like yeah. knee pain and stuff like that. Well, fasting will actually... Um, stimulate your body to use and produce stem cells. So it will help with healing, right? potentially. So chronic injuries and things like that. There's some evidence to suggest that you might have some benefit from fasting by stimulating the stem cells. So I thought that was super interesting.
1: Yeah. And one thing I really hadn't put together until I thought about um, later on is the um, reduced inflammation. -hmm. Because you know you're getting you're burning through you know the glycogen you're getting the fat burning so you're getting through all the carbs in your body as well Mm -hmm. and you know kind of really I've noticed that that I feel like my body hurts a little less yeah you know of just getting the crap out and yeah
0: I know mm -hmm. just take less crap in would be helpful too
1: (laughs) I know I'm trying I'm trying well and that's another important thing too is we had this conversation. I can't remember what we talked about the last time, but when we were talking to um, our friend about it, of what when you break your fast, the types mm. of foods that you should eat, yes, and what that looks like, and it's not this big. Like, oh my gosh, I haven't eaten for seventy-two hours, so I'm going to eat an entire cake and mm-hmm. cheeseburgers and all kinds of stuff. That it's really it should be a very nutrient dense, small meal for your first Mm -hmm. meal break in your fast yes and and you know I've read some places that've actually no carbs in that Mm -hmm. should be more fat and proteins
0: yes I yeah you think like oh my gosh Mm -hmm. I'm gonna eat you know all the donuts or whatever but um really food tastes so amazing when Mm -hmm. you've gone 72 hours without eating or a longer period of time and um so eating picking a real healthful thing to eat first and you don't want to eat it's kind of hard on your body a little bit because it's used to not eating yeah. it now all of a sudden to So have this huge right so you want to mm-hmm. kind of not make it so huge um yeah. and you know because you want to maintain those benefits for sure so that's a really good point for yeah. sure absolutely and it, here's the thing um fasting is not like a beginner's sport I don't think like if you've never even heard about yeah. this and you're like what this sounds crazy I would not recommend like Jumping in and doing too much. I mean, I think starting with that 12 hour where you're just looking at, you know, just that's stopping you from having that snack before bed, you know, um, would be super helpful because stress, you know, like we've talked about on previous podcasts can lead to adrenal fatigue. Adrenal fatigue puts us in this fat storage mode where our body Mm -hmm. thinks that we're in danger and it wants to store fat. And if, if you're already stressed out and you already have some adrenal fatigue issues and then we throw this on top of it and if you're more stressed out, it's going to yeah. make you worse potentially. Right. So it's, it's not a beginner sport, I don't think. No.
1: But. And, and I also really, you know, think people should, you know, read up on it. And, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, you know, we talk about Dr. Fung a lot mm-hmm. and Mark Hyman's another great one. They both have a wonderful podcast mm-hmm. on this. So they would be two wonderful resources to get into. And of course the books, but I just really think, you know, kind of get some knowledge and kind of what we're talking about, you know, you might not ready to be for it now, but it kind of is nice to read up on it, kind of educate yourself a little bit on it and just be like, Oh, you know, I think I can do that. Maybe not today, but next week or next month.
0: and um, mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of information. I mean, I learned a lot um, from reading about, about this and it seemed like so simple, like how, how yeah. hard can it be? Right. right. But um, there is a little bit more to it than, mm-hmm. than meets the yeah. eye. When yeah. You, just, when
1: you... I'm not going to eat. Right. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> I think I sent you that YouTube video that I watched yeah. that was like, how do we, how do you fast? stop eating you know end of story (laughs) shortest lecture ever (laughs) (laughs)
1: yes (sighs) oh well that was
0: fun um anything else you want to say about intermittent fasting Alex
1: um no just you know and I'm kind of getting into more the the natural look of it well number one you know I have a history of um dementia and Alzheimer's in my family so you know for me there's a lot of reasons I th- I'm fascinated with this mm-hmm. and I kind of feel like anything that I can do to kind of give me, give me a leg up on not going down that same route as, you know, some family members is yes. wonderful, but also connecting with nature again on this. We kind of keep on going back to the circadian rhythm of what that looks like with our food, um, being more grateful mm-hmm. and, you know, of uh, just thinking about the food store. We do reintroduce that we're eating when we are having food and, and then just also being reconnected with our bodies mm-hmm. when we're not, and so there's just a lot of you know wonderful reasons besides you know I want to fit into my pants mm-hmm. on fasting. So right, it's a lot of a lot of great little key things to kind of look at when when you're doing this.
0: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I I, I dig doing it. I really, mm-hmm. really kind of do. But I. I'm worried I'm stressing myself out a little bit too much with it because, you know, I'm pretty type A that like, if I decide yeah. I'm going to do it, yeah, you know, then I don't like to, right. I, I, ugh, it's, it's, it's hard balance between making goals and sticking to them and accomplishing them, which I think can right. be very helpful and beneficial to the opposite extreme is like listening to your body and like, yeah. you know, what is your body yeah. telling you and, you know, trying to yeah. Find that happy medium for me is a mm-hmm. little bit challenging at times. Right. Right. <laughs> and I struggle with that a little bit because I'm always like, go, 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 you know. and Right. Um, it's gotten me in trouble before and, you know, some injuries and things mm-hmm. like that. And now I'm like, oh, I'm I'm much better with that now. But I can see myself maybe heading down that pathway on, on this sometimes. It's like,
1: yeah. you know,
0: if a little bit's good, then a lot's better. And that's not right. always the case. No,
1: no. I know for me, like you know, one twenty-four hour fast a week—that's probably good for me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, that's yeah, really good. That's good mean, that's for me. Really you healthy, know? you know. And you know, if it's twenty hours, then it's twenty hours. So mm-hmm. yeah,
0: absolutely. So oh, anyways, so we next have oh, coming yeah. up. Okay, so um, you know, we've been we have tons of ideas for the podcast, but um, you know, we're always trying to figure out what we want to talk about next, and. One thing I love on this podcast is just talking about little life secrets that we have personally found that lead to success that we like to share with you guys. But then, you know, other people that we're learning from, too. And so we are going to have the next two podcasts, two very special guests.
1: (laughs) Very special.
0: Very special. So, next week we're going to have my husband on, and um, he already has kind of figured out what he wants to talk about. But I, I told him to come up with some ideas of some of his like little pearls of wisdom that he's learned mm-hmm. in his life that he thinks are great little tips for success and so he's going to share some of his pearls with you guys all next time and then the following podcast we're going to have Alex's husband Dan on to share um his wisdom with everybody as well. And then we've also been thinking about our listeners too that. like if if you're mm-hmm. somebody who's like, "Oh gosh, I would love to share, like I have this one thing that I do or a couple things that I do that have really made a huge, huge difference, comment on our podcast yeah. and let us know because we would love to have some more guests on to kind of share some of exactly. their things. I mean, we certainly don't have it all figured out. We're learning every single day. And um, one of the my greatest gifts in my practice has been what I'm learning from my patience. Like I feel like my goal is to teach them things, right? but, and I do, but I think I learned so much from them as well. And mm-hmm. so I'm sure our listeners have so many things that they could share with us too. So, yeah. um, that's something we might want to do in the future too. So if you have something you want to share with us, yeah, comment please. below and let, comment on our website and let us know because we'd love to hear from you. But, um, but the yeah. next two, we're going to talk to our husbands and what they, what they have learned through oh, their yes. <laughs>
1: Their All lives. their years. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. they have
0: some good things to share. It, it's yeah. pretty I'm sure that we'll have fun talking to them. So that's yeah,
1: that'll be fun. I'm excited. Yes. Yes. I'm excited.
0: So um so yeah, so that's
1: it for today, I
0: think. Yeah. Everybody have a good yeah. week and um we'll talk to y'all soon. All yeah. right.
1: Thanks, everybody. Have a great day. All right, see ya. Bye-bye. Bye.
0: Thank you for listening to the PRing Life podcast. If you are interested in learning more or would like to work with us, head on over to our website, www.northsidefunctionalmedicine.com. See you next time.